and Jen Bosworth here on the stream and for Bill and Wendy. We're on the stream. We just, here's what happens when we go from the studio live to the stream. We run, the studio is there on the uh, beautiful, it's a beautiful showcase studio on Michigan Avenue. Yep. The window's there. And this studio is up on the seventh floor, so there's uh-huh. running involved. There and usually because you got to tinkle after the show. So there's running and there's who gets running to the, and, um, who gets to go first? Little snacking. No, there was no snacking today. I mean, I had a Rolo in my purse and I, I ate that. I'm not going to lie. Reese's in my pocket that melted. That's the kind of, <laughs> that's the kind of day that I've got going It's like on. that today. It's a melted yeah. chocolate kind of day. But we're now up here. Yeah. Seventh floor. Up here on the seventh floor. Well, as usual, we had a bunch of stuff planned that we didn't get a chance to talk to, talk about today. So lucky we're here. Lucky we're here because there's all this other, but, but we had some other stuff planned for the stream. So we're going to cram it all in here. One thing that I, I thought was really interesting, uh, for the stream today, and that is a lot of people have been talking about the, uh, Prince Harry, Meghan Markle wedding. Yes. I know. I wrote an op-ed about it in the Los Angeles Review Books. And you'd think that I set a building on fire because people were quite angry about it. Well, let's talk. I mean, you wrote an op- It was about? It was about... It was asking... it It was saying, like... Whatever you want to do to get engaged is fine, but just make sure you're doing it mindfully, not mindlessly. Yeah. And I, the news hook that I used, and I think it was the news hook that got people mad. The news hook was the Prince Harry and Meghan Markle announced their engagement, walked out, and and there was this. Not only um, did paparazzi, you know, jump around to get pictures of her ring, but there was quite a consumer attitude, a- appetite sure. for looking at pictures of the ring, and that just made me think that. You know what? Why are we still doing this kind of thing based in bride wealth and dowry culture? Yeah. Like, it's fine if you want to wear an engagement ring. I'll be the first to admit, I think rings are very beautiful. Yeah. But like, let's just, let's just make, do a gut check and make sure that that still fits with your values. That's what, so I, I mentioned them just saying, and as they announce the engagement, of course, we're all looking for this ring. Sure. Most people did not read further than that. And just said, you just spent a whole article trashing Meghan Markle and her choices. Well, I mean, the I'm like, thing, I didn't, I, I have no, I don't know the woman. Well, I'm telling you, we've talked about this before. We talked about it today on air in terms of like, let's do the research for ourselves and read the rest of the article. Literally, I could have replied to 300 tweets with, did you read it? Or right. clearly you didn't. And that is a problem. Yeah, it was, it was irritating. Yeah. So, but yes, I I read it. It was a it's a great article. Thank you. And l- let's all just um, know what we're talking about before we start trashing people. Okay, great. Yeah, I don't like that. I one person came to me and said, you know, just on the note of this one sentence, I want to like, what about this? Great. That was great because that told me she's like, I don't take issue with the rest of it. Just this one sentence made me wonder about this. Right. And I was like, great. Well, great. When, whenever someone starts with "I wonder," I am immediately in love with them because yeah. they have this attitude of um, openness and willing to have a dialogue. For oh, this is what you did wrong. One hundred and sixteen people called me the c word. Oh my god! And easily a hundred were just like, "Be who asked you." <laughs> it's like, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Let it go. Like yeah. I put it out there. That's the thing. In any change, there's got to be struggle. That is in true. any progress. There has you to be know what I'm saying? That starts it too. Right. Somebody has to be the one to like step out on a limb and say, "Have we thought about this?" And you were and challenge. And any time yeah. you challenge the status oh. quo, it gets uncomfortable for people. I'm not saying if you have an engagement ring, you're wrong. I'm not saying if you want an engagement ring, you're wrong. I'm just saying like, just gut check it. Well, like, the- just think about if is it right for you? For me, I don't think it would be. Right. I, I mean, to me, the most romantic engagement I can think of is like sitting around in a private moment with your partner and just being like, 
hey, let's get married. Yeah, let's do. I think we should. Oh, That'd be great. That just sounds even beautiful when you say it. Just like a sweet little private conversation. And then exchanging, if you get married, like exchanging ring equal rings equally that yeah. sounds lovely and yeah. romantic to me that would Great. like fill my heart to the point of bursting mm-hmm. of course then there were other people who were like well this woman's single so she's just bitter because oh. she wants prince harry i was like okay first of all i am significantly better than <laughs> prince harry also he's not my time but no right you know so yeah there's all that oh man i can't believe that people yeah but Nonetheless, anytime you're dealing with royals, there's a lot of interesting, like, rules I around know, it. I know, and I had no idea. Yeah, so all this stuff is coming out. We, we kind of saw this when, um, when, when, um, Kate and William got married, but now we're kind of going through it again. So, so their wedding, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, their wedding will be May the 19th. And, and with just months away from marrying him, she's already kind of stepping into this really complicated formal system sure. of etiquette of who you bow sure. to um she will have curtsy. to curtsy to the qu- um yeah to queen. the queen and there's a lot of pictures of kate doing that kate usually puts her le- it doesn't matter what foot you put behind but kate it doesn't i don't think no, so you're right it doesn't but she happens to put her left kate right? puts her left behind it's just like a little bend at the knee it's like hey I, I gotta say with this curtsying and the bowing i would end up doing a modern interpretive dance and i would be kicked out of the family immediately i i, I get nervous when when there's rules in terms of greetings and yeah. bowings and even shaking hands i don't mind that. i think it's sometimes, cool i do too but sometimes i'll give my i don't know what's wrong with me sometimes i'll just give my left hand to shake what is that oh by accident is yeah. that if there's like a if there's uh, a designation where this hand is for eating and this hand is for bathroom time. Yeah, yeah you want to be real well, conscious of that because then you're <laughs> you're someone, calling somebody. <laughs> well, even if when I'm meeting people for the first time and let's right. say I have something in my right hand, it's just very awkward. People yeah. are like, what is wrong with it? The point is... Well, and then sometimes anxiety. there's cultural stuff between men and women. Right. And you don't know, like, if the person you're offering your hand to observes that, right. then you've just made it awkward for them. So, yeah, so, so she, Megan is supposed to, or, or I guess has to, the rule is, uh, curtsy to Queen Elizabeth, Prince Philip, is that, that's the Queen's husband. Correct. Um, Prince Charles, Camilla, Mm -hmm. and bowing for Prince William and Kate due to his position in line for the throne. So that's a bow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's going to make bow, just curtsy, bow, chilling curtsy. with your brother-in-law real awkward. It's really, yeah, it is. Can you imagine? You're just trying to hang out watching I'm football I'm just going to get up and get a wine cooler. Do I have to bow to you again right. and wonder, not turn my back to you when I walk out the room? Yeah. So when, I, I, yeah, I wonder, I don't know like how often you have to do it. Do you constantly, every seriously, every time they come into a room, every time they use the restroom and come back? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just like, I don't know. Got up to pee and I like, mean, do yeah. we have to stand up again? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 it's like, in some ways, I think our culture is a little too casual. Yeah. Sometimes. But, but I think that's quite pretentious and, yes. and time consuming. And I would be like, I would get it's a dance. Very, is what it is. It's a, it's a dance of elitism. Okay. So it's so interesting though. She has to, Kurt, uh, Megan has to curtsy to all the princesses born into the royal family. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then if Harry, her husband is present, the roles are swapped and they must curtsy to Megan. This is very confusing. And also because the husband's there. That's a weird thing. I know. Thing. Yeah. That's a weird thing. Would, I would need a little cheat sheet in my purse well, for a while. Like, I would just start bowing, curtsy, bow, curtsy, dance, just bow, curtsy. Bow and curtsy to everybody until they tell out. me to stop. They'd be like, you, you have to go. I'm sorry. You have to sit over there because you can't. See, that's the thing. I probably would just to be that kind of rabble rouser. They'd be like, you don't need to curtsy oh. to the butler and be like, 
oh, but I do. Oh. Like, just to be... You would just, like, yeah. To make a mockery of the whole thing. To make a point. And that is why I'm not part of that royal family. Yet. (laughs) You never know. I I don't think I'm going to. You never know. There's stories about people that you would not think would end up in the royal family. Like, Diana ended up in the royal family. And they were like, oh, she was a teacher. No way. Look what happened. I mean, sure. Anyway, we yeah. just don't know is my we, point. But I suppose. We, what we do know is that there's a lot of rules and we don't have those. I mean, I guess I was going to think in our culture, we have a handshake, sometimes a hug, sometimes a half hug. I think our most detailed stuff is around attire. Oh. Like for black tie, white tie. I think white tie. That's where it's we a get. white tie. See, I don't know So white tie, your dress should be floor length. Wait. But your shoes shouldn't be visible unless you pick up the edge of your shirt to walk. And your sleeve should either be no sleeve or fully to your wrist, but none of the like half sleeve to your okay. elbow. Okay. And that men is... should wear the white vest, white tie with, and then tails on their tuxedo. So for, and it has to all be white? No, but the, oh. the vest must be white. The jacket can be black. Great. Great. And, and, and the men look like penguins. Okay. Gotcha. I went to a white tie event a couple of years ago, and it was the one time I've ever been to a dressy event like that in which the men were talking about clothing more than the women. Really? Because men are just like pop on a tux. They've been doing that since prom. It's right. the same tux forever, right? Right. But for the, and, and usually the women, we were talking about like, oh, I bought this dress or yeah. oh, I got it secondhand. I've got right. on the clearance rack, whatever. For the first time ever, the men were freaking out. All the men there were all just like, man, this is weird. Cause they, when do men wear tails? Unless you're part of like British high society. Unless you're reenacting Monopoly. They With all the looked like the Monopoly <laughs> yeah. guy. The other funny thing is like the pockets were weird, I guess, in the jacket. And there's no side pockets on the hips, so all the men kept like throwing their phone in the lapel and losing them in the tails. Oh. All the men kept like the tails are hollow. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it was funny. That is, I never knew this. So white tie, black tie. So you think that's where the yeah the formal the most formal rules sort yeah. of yeah and out. military. I mean, we have all that. Oh, that's you true. know lots of pomp and circumstances military. Yes, they're saluting. There's yeah. Ah, anyway, we've got stuff, but it's not quite as. Uh, it's a formal society. There, I'm, not so much here. We're yeah. quite casual. We go to the store with the word pink across our rear ends. Well, okay, here's so getting started. <laughs> I have seen so many people, and you know what? Do what you want. And yeah. I'm just dumbfounded with the amount of adults wearing SpongeBob square pants, pajama fl- fleece bottoms. I saw. Uh, I'm, I'm just old fashioned enough that I like. I won't leave the house with pajama bottoms. No, <laughs> I'll I won't. go with yoga pants, but uh, not. Yeah. I I was like, you are really wearing SpongeBob square pants, <laughs> flannel or whatever that grown material adult is, person fleece to the bank, right? I know, uh, but I mean, I guess do you do you? And I think we've changed a little bit. People used to dress up to go on the airplane. On the air? Oh, now? Mm-mm. Oh, now it's it's you're lucky if people are wearing pants. Oh, I got a little sidebar on the air the aircraft situation, and that is this. My uh, okay. Uh, the last couple of flights I've been on, I've noticed people taking their shoes off. Oh. And like, if it's a, a long haul flight. Oh, if you're going overseas. Fine. I have like a little travel slipper. <laughs> it looks like a little black ballet flat. <laughs> yes, I know those. Right. And I'll just put that on. He calls them, yeah, house shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to put that on if I'm going right. to be on a long flight. But people will put their bare feet. On the floor? On the floor. That is- My friend tweeted a photograph the other day. And I almost gagged because she, somebody, she was in the window seat. Somebody put their, this woman took her shoes and socks off and put her feet 
like wedged them forward. So basically they were like touching my friend's hip and she felt it and looked and she was like, they are disgusting toenails and feet touching my hip. So, so she, she just like cur- curled up under her, the leg. No, the woman put her feet straight forward. If you think about it, oh, you're oh, sitting oh, in a, and she was in front of her. No, the woman was behind her. Right, right. Your friend was. My friend was in front of the woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so these feet are sticking through her seat. Horrible. And And they were disgusting feet anyway, which makes adds insult to injury. My friend was like, "What do I do?" And I said, "You, well, you need to say something. You need to say, would you, would you mind?" And she was really like, "I don't want to embarrass her. I don't know how to do this." And so, um, that is. I think finally she said something like, "Hey, can you mind if we share the area a little more?" And the woman just kind of scoffed at her and. I don't know. I would have been, I mean, who, and they, they apparently smelled. I, I would have flipped out. I would have flipped. Oh, I'm going to barf. I, I know. And, and she like sent me the picture of oh, her, no. this woman's feet. And I was like, I would have, this fl- is not what we do. I would have said, um, flight attendant, may I change seats? I would have said, yes, I would have said the same thing because I wouldn't want to address the person because clearly for me, someone who does that is not probably going to, probably going to be gonna open be reasonable. to feedback. <laughs> Are you open to feedback or, about your foot position? Feedback. <laughs> feedback i mean i I, anyway that is disgusting i can understand long flights and your house shoes for the plane shoes great but not bare feet not bare feet if if you're a foot model i don't care i'm not even on board with just being in socks because look feet smell they really do especially if you're uh there's a lot of airport waiting and sweating and i mean my feet don't because i'm a delicate slip of a person okay (laughs) All right. Well, if uh, everyone but <laughs> everybody would go with my feet, <laughs> and, and we're waiting. It's winter. Sometimes you got socks Your feet on. sweat. I mean, that's just part of the deal of oh. being human. But I think it, it, it's the lack of self awareness that this is an okay thing to do. Yeah, and like super entitlement of like yeah. my, my comfort is more important than everyone else here. That makes me that kind of stuff makes me so mad that that it because I keep saying this word today, but it, it is it's like elitist. Yeah. They're like, my, my thing is more important than yours. I don't care about you. That drives me crazy. Like, if we all work together here, we're going to be great. It's going to be great. Yeah, teamwork. Let's teamwork. Especially when you're in close quarters on a plane. Teamwork oh, is necessary. Yes. And, and, and any kind of close quarters. Yeah. You need teamwork or the thing's not going to go The closer well. together you are. Yes. And the higher stakes it is. Yes. The more teamwork the more you need. The more trapped you are. Look, we're yeah. all trapped in this metal tube. Right. Hurling through Hurling the sky. Hurling through time and space. <laughs> not time. Oh, not time. <laughs> Maybe a time zone or two. Yeah, yeah. A time um, zone. Yes. And we act like absolutely, I mean, this bizarre caste system comes up the minute they open the boarding gate door. Yes. First what group class. are you? What group? What group? And, then, and there's like flyer premier and there's yes yeah, seven mega. seven layers of first class now oh but oh but i have the plus on my card say? so I therefore say, listen, like, i don't care if this plane goes down we're all gonna die we're all gonna die In the fact, same if we go nose down you're going first and also it's not taking off till we're all on right so just simmer. and i i mean I, I maybe i get that luxury because i tend to pack pretty light Mm-hmm. So it's usually not a big deal for me to like rush on and get a bunch of space in the oh, overheads. Over- I don't but even think it's that. I I just like I usually will just sit down and just like all of you go ahead and wait and I'll just get on when we're done here. Well, that's what I do because I don't want you to elbow me in the boob because you're threatening a woman's in front of you. Well, I also am like, what are you rushing for? Because 
what what is it so exciting on this plane that you're going to do for 10 minutes? I mean, if you're in first class, that hot towel's nice. I don't want, need a hot towel. I'm afraid I'm going to die. A hot <laughs> towel's not going to help me. It's soothing the, the nerve endings. No, it's better for me actually to get on to last to make it go fast. So I'm not sitting right, so you're there. Right, you're not worried. sitting there. Totally agree. Oh, I mean, I get nervous even talking I would just it. like to say for the record, those were accidental times that I was upgraded. I've never purchased a first oh, class ticket. Well, I just want to say for the record. I would love to. I don't think I've ever gone first class. I would love to. Just, just, I, it might make my claustrophobia better. It probably would. Yeah. I mean, here's why I get upgraded sometimes. Because if, if I'm not in a hurry to get back and they need to bump people, I'll always volunteer. Sure. I, if there's a family, I'll always go, oh, do you want to sit to get, I mean, there's a regulation, like you can't have two littles in one aisle, but I'm always offering like, oh, you guys are split up here, trade with me. I'm always offering that kind of stuff. And so I think just gate people are like, that's nice of you. Here, go. Yeah, I get a lot, I get a lot of uh, tickets for meals and things because I always do that. They're like, here, have a coupon. I'm like, okay. Great. I'll I'll take your coupon. I'll take your coupon. Yeah. All right. We need to go to break, don't we? I think we're going to go to break. Okay. A uh, little bit. A uh, little bit later on the other side of news, we're going to be talking. Uh, we're going to be talking about some some body positivity stuff. Yes. There's an ad that's driving us both crazy. We're going to be talking about it here on 720 WGN. All right. So 720 WGN. It's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth. We're on the stream. We are on the stream. Things work a little different on the stream because we get to visit with Judy. She comes in here and sees us. It's so fun. I like it. And she's not just like a little tiny face on a little screen. And she smells wonderful. She really does. She always has lovely perfume situations going on. Every time. She's probably like, okay. She's like, well, those two are weird and they just made it weirder. Thanks, bye. Thanks, bye. Um, yeah, that uh, we'll keep you updated on that that train story. Oh, wow. I mean, the really, really chilling images coming out of Washington State on that. So uh, we'll keep checking in with the newsroom on that uh, as more details emerge and we find out more and more about it. Because that's um, very scary. I mean, anytime there's anything like that, but especially like around the holidays, you just know, you know, families are getting bad news this time of year. That makes it much, much tougher to, you know, much tougher to deal with. So. Yes, and again, we'll keep checking in with the newsroom we about sure that. We so, sure will. But uh, in the meantime, we've still got lots to do here on the stream, which I love saying. I know. I feel like we're in water. <laughs> we're on this. The floating show yeah. on a raft. You got Yes. For those who don't know, we are actually submerged in water. Well, we kind of are because even though the news reports said it was supposed to be There's partly sunny today. Oh, you can't see it. I can't see it, oh, but it, it's a little that. gloomy where yeah, I'm it's, looking. It's kind of gloomy. Yeah. We're not really um, in water, by the way. Thank you. We're in a lovely studio. For accuracy on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we still have so much to talk about. Yeah. Um, we were a little bit... Um, well, last time we were here on the stream, we had all this stuff to talk about. We didn't get to it. Yeah. One thing that was really enraging us, that continues to enrage us. Do you know Wish.com? You know, uh, yes, like the ads pop up all, all the, time. the time for all everything in the, the weirdest stuff. Yeah. So it's it's like a shopping club. It's like club. Some kind That's of the club. keyword. Yeah. yeah. You have it's to get a, a membership. Site. It's, like it's a, not like Amazon. No, it's a very strange to me, but it people must do it because there's a lot of ads. It sounds like Groupon plus Amazon plus Sam's Club. Yes. Or, or something like that. Costco yep. altogether. Yeah. Yep. It's like that. Anyway, they they the wish dot com ads pop up everywhere and they are advertising um some plus size ultra their words ultra elastic tights and they are doing so by taking very thin models wearing the tights but not just wearing the tights like putting like pulling them the tights i don't know how to do this on radio if i i need I a camera tell you. so they are inside the tights their the whole tights. body 
they each they are in one leg in some cases and another model is in another leg in some cases and they are pulled up over their head in yeah. some cases to I don't know what but this is their plus size nylons and tights ad that is making me enraged sure everything about it is wrong I mean, it, 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 it's just wrong. So there's a lot of body positive advertisements taking over. Praise, you know, whoever's running the show. Praise it. Um, so, you know, there's soap companies that do them now. Yeah. There's all kinds of companies that are really trying to be more body positive. This is the worst. This is not it. This is to promote body. Yeah. It's the opposite of oh, body yeah. positivity. It's body shaming. Oh, and yeah. uh, for me, as a plus size woman... You know, seeing seeing this, the messages are so so. Uh, what's the word? I used enraged. That's a good one. Enraging. Um, the message is this: two people could fit into your tights. That's the first one that comes to mind, and I'm like, that is so sad. Um, also, um, let's make these tights are so weird or funny. Let's make sort of modern art pieces out of it. Yeah, I was going to say, there's like a mockery element to it of like, it's sort of like, look, it's like, because they're being like fun and playful and like, like, oh gosh, tiny woman caught in these tights. Yeah, like caught in a net kind of a situation. That's horrible. Um, and it's it's uh, the in one of them the woman is stretching her the little small model and you know it's not her fault she is who she is but I'm just saying it's it's wish.com's fault and they're pulling yeah. it over she's pulling them way over her head to show how how also how long they are and it's 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 not I mean just on the logistics of that one if you stretch tights up over your head that's going to hurt your lady parts it's going to hurt a lot of things and <laughs> just, it's going to lead to probably some infections let's be honest so <laughs> Just Let's saying. not go there. Just saying. <laughs> Don't Just stretch saying. tights up. Um, so I, the other thing is that it is, um, one, they're $2 tights, which is not going to last. That is a long walk for a short drink of water right there. Yeah. Like that's a big risk to yeah. sell $2 tights. And now you have this backlash. Forget it. I hope they've taken, I don't know if they've taken them off since this but story. Pro- I mean, s- probably given that broke. like they've gotten some, they've gotten some coverage about this because people are angry because as you say, it's making, I mean, it's making a mockery. It is, it is, it's also showing like, look, two models can fit in, in not just because here's the thing. Tights go against your body. They're form fitting. They're right. tight by tights they're are tight. To, that's what I'm saying. Like they're not supposed to be loose. Right. And like the message it's like also a baggy is, sweatshirt. It's, it's saying two Two models can fit in in that body That's that would I, wear these yes. tights, and also yes, if you lose weight, you might be able to fit inside yeah. this way. Yeah, I don't like it. I no. I feel it is is wrong, and other people do too because it's been in the news um, these last couple of days about it. Oh, lots of people are mad. It's yeah. Search it if you if you look for it on uh, on Twitter, you'll see a lot of really yeah. candid reactions, yes. and that is about all I can say about that. Yeah, here's the worst possible way to advertise plus size tights. I mean, it pretty much is. Yep. I'm sure there, someone will come, like, someone will be like, hold on, I got this, but no. Right now, that's just about the worst way I can do Yeah, and I, I, I just super offended. Super. And right now, it seems like you like to think people are a little more aware and that wouldn't do something like that. Like, wow, this could be really insensitive. I don't know who the, the execs are sitting around. Here's a good idea. These, here's a great idea. That's the thing. No one in a company can make a decision by themselves. Someone has to check. It. And someone has to print it. Someone has to it. go. Someone has to. Your boss. Like it went through a lot of human no beings. Say, this isn't okay, right? And, and I would say sometimes there are situations where you you can't speak up, or you're always the one speaking up. 
Yeah, you're tired of it. And you're it. like, why do I always have to stop these right, sexist ads or these racist ads? You're going to lose your job. Bu- right, right. So I get that. But someone on some level in, in this company, I don't care. If someone had to, no, everyone dropped the ball. Everyone let it go. Everybody that touched that ad in any way totally screwed up. And I don't like them. And they're on my list of people I don't like. List of nope. List of nope. Hard pass on that. <laughs> Going to do a hard pass on a hard that pass ad. list. Yeah. yeah. Because that's, yeah. When, especially, I feel like there's, we've, we've, we're starting to make so much headway yes. on body, body positivity. There was a really great op-ed just the, uh, just not long ago in, um, also in the LA Review of Books that we were talking about earlier. It's by, uh, Professor Brown, um, Afshan Jafar. And she wrote about, Basically, if we want to make more headway, like if you want to stop um, shaming bodies of different sizes, let's also stop thin praising. Yes. Which is a great point. Like people talk about body sizes in very different ways, which we talked about last time we were on the stream. Um, but, you know, her point was a beautiful one. She was like, hey, we don't need to go overboard or we don't even actually need to acknowledge it at all. If someone loses weight, right. let's just keep Let's just not talk about bodies like this. Let's right. just not do this. Like that's between you and maybe your physician or spouse or even then. Even every shut up. This is you and you. Nobody is looking at your body more than yourself. Unless unless you it's something you really want to talk about with someone and they are open to talking about it too and you want to share your thoughts about your own body, that's one thing, but uh, making comments and I think people think they're doing a good thing by saying, "Oh, you look great. No. Have you lost weight?" Right. They're not. Because the message is you looked you bad didn't before. look better before yeah and you, usually usually when people say that to me it's because i'm wearing lipstick it has nothing to do <laughs> with my weight it is very interesting i'm like no i no, just I have just put a on red lipstick. lip like get it together sidebar to that yeah i really enjoy that when clothing conversations happen with you you will include the lipstick oh yeah i like, like a, what are you gonna wear tomorrow a bold lip. probably this and a red lip yeah a red lip I will wear whatever the heck lipstick is in my purse today. <laughs> I have I have like forty lipsticks that are uh-huh. different shades of red, and sometimes if you if I put on a red that's not some reds just don't work with certain shirts. But a bold lip, I love a bold lip. When did we start making that singular bold lip lip? Yeah, I don't know. Some it was some probably Bobby Brown fashion. I think it was around the time the smoky eye started. Because yeah, bold lip. I like a yeah a smoky eye. You want to go with a nude lip? You really do, actually. <laughs> You want to sure. go with nude lips, um, but yeah, you, for me, it's like a, a bold lip and a smoky eye. You're really making stains. There's a lot going on. There's too much going on. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm very mad at wish.com. So that's to sum up that they're on my list of no hard yeah, pass on the hard pass list. So last time we were on, um, we were also talking about how um, we were well, we were talking about like diet food, yeah, how, like Nutrisystem. The same product is marketed so differently to men and women. Yeah, Slim Fast. There was a Slim Fast ad on right after we talked about that. Really? I saw it later that night. I was like, oh my gosh, they're doing the same thing because I saw them back to back within two different hours on a. Okay. Show. One was at the top of the hour, mostly to women, and it was all about they can, they're delicious, and it feels like a cheat, and they're chocolate. It's like a And shake. to the men, it was like, you'll have energy and power, you will be full. And I was like, again, you're again. telling men they're going to have enough, you're telling women they're, they're going to have to sneak. They're going to have to sneak. Yeah, crumbs. You're An- gonna enoughness crumbs. doesn't even enter the conversation no, no, for women. It's all enough. sneaking. <laughs> it's all like, you're going to... It doesn't matter if be- you're full. Right. You're, you got a little bit. You got, you, you got a little treat. You got, yeah, yeah. It's, it was weird. So I, I was noticing that too. But also in, um, the way, the way we talk about different sizes of bodies of men sure. and women, I think is interesting. Um, there is a, 
there's a new magazine magazine website lifestyle brand let's yeah, say yeah that is what right? it is it's a lifestyle brand because there's a magazine component there is a magazine component and a web component there is and thought leadership around it Yes, I, I, yes, those are the great terms. Yeah. So that is what's happening. It's called Chubster. Spelled the webby way, though. Spelled the really cutesy way. Yeah. Anytime. C-H-U-B-S-T-R. We don't, need, we have no need for vowels on the internet. Apparently. <laughs> Chubster. Right. Chubster. And it's, so it's a, it's like a men's, li- men's plus size lifestyle. Exactly. And it's been, Sight. it's been around since 2010. Um, and it is, uh, basically what, what you would think it is it's um men that are considered quote chubby that's the other thing the word chubby is cute i think it's supposed to be cute Mm -hmm. um and the word fat is supposed to be ugly right right so it's just interesting they call a men's magazine chubster um it's very cutesy um and it it is it is a style destination for big and tall or plus size men so since it's been around since 2010 why is it all of a sudden getting all this this kind of conversation I, and press. You know what? That's a good question. And I think it's because we're, we're, there have been men that have said, wait, we're doing all this bo- body positivity about women. What about men embracing their, sure. and I, I mean, on the one hand, I get it. I think that, um, <laughs> all's fair and body image, chubster or fat or whatever you want to call it. Men have feelings uh, about men, their bodies. Men have bodies. Yeah. That's, and men have body image issues just like so women. So true. I think it's a little different. I don't think it's a totally equivalent conversation just because right. women's bodies are sexualized a right. little more and and um, and uh, well, well, it talked about a little more publicly. You know, I mean, just I by virtue okay. of the fact that we have, like, if you walk a red carpet, it won't be like, he's looking good in that tux. It'll be like, dang, she looks good in that red dress. You know, yeah, it's all right. about like, or, or oh, she has a little tummy. What if there's a belly? What if there's right. a baby in there? Like right. a baby bump situation. Right. Like we speculate about women's bodies a lot. Even there's that manicure camera. What? There's Manicam on, I think, the E! Network at all the big red carpet events. They have, it looks like a, it's a diorama red carpet and they want actresses to like walk their fingers down the thing to look at their manicures. That is uh, the most insane thing I've ever I heard. I think it was Jillian Anderson that was like, get that out of my face. Like yeah. she was like, absolutely, I'm not doing that. Why would I do that? I'm here to promote a film, not a manicure. I, I'm a- I think it was her. I have to check on that. I'm working. This is right. what I do. I don't. Right. This is not a game to me. Jennifer Garner has been really vocal about that. Like when she and Ben Affleck were together, they would say like, Ben, tell me about the movie. Da, 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 da. And then they go, Jen, how do you balance work and mom? Right. And ne-? and she was like, we are literally here to promote the same movie. Right. Why didn't you ask my husband? Right. He's, in fact, much better at changing diapers. Right. And she was like, and good for her. And she people, was really like, yeah. what's your problem? Why is this double standard happening? Yeah. People do it now, too, where they're like, what, who are you wearing? And people will say, do you ask that? Uh, actresses will say, do you ask that to a man? Right. Uh, a tux. A tux. <laughs> and, she's, and someone has said, what does it matter who I'm wearing? I'm working. Yeah. I'm here to work. I love that. You know, I'm working. I'm yeah. working. I say that too sometimes. I'm like, I- I'm working. This is at auditions when people want to do weird stuff. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm working. Like, and, what do you mean weird stuff? Well, like gossip or talk about. Oh no. Uh, or do a, a sort of um, chit chat about things or try to throw other people off their quote game. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm working. I'm going to do this and then I'm going to leave here and do my other jobs. Yeah. So this is a job for I'm me. I don't somewhere. have the time. I'm here to work. Yeah, yeah, I'm not here to gossip no, about I'm people really, and turn down. Really not. That's not. That's very not. Cool. I don't have time. Um, so, Chubster. The other thing I was going to say about it, 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 it seems like it is more okay. Okay, 
what you said. Even in the plus size world, in the plus size magazines for women, which there are like 12, mm-hmm. um, it is still a sexualized situation. It's about being, quote, voluptuous, which I think has, to me anyway, some sexual connotations. It's about being curvy, desirable curves. Yeah. For the men, it's just about being chubby. That's it. There's no, they're not saying, you know, it's not. They're not sexualizing these guys. Now, good for them. They have this magazine. But why? I guess what I'm saying is, you know, calling for plus size women's magazines to be more lifestyle and less all about sex and sexiness. And exterior. Yeah, exterior. Yeah. Yeah. This Chubster is a lot about like fitness, but sports and they have tech stuff in there. In most of the plus size women magazines, it's all about that. How to sort of, it's the same magazine type languages, how, basically how to please your lover. Right, right. Instead that of, Cosmo stuff. Instead of this great new app that does this, that right. has, you know. That makes your life, your life better, right? We have more to life than our sexual identity. Well, and I also wonder about, you know, a, a term that gets, that's starting to emerge more and more is instead of like, plus size because then there's a need to designate something that is not plus size sure, and it's the other or you know sometimes i've even heard people say like normal size and plus size like well no no that's not cool right. either because then you're saying this abnormal body right. so i've been hearing um size inclusive yeah because then it's just about like yeah. we're just going to put the model we want on our cover yeah we actually don't care what size he or she wears yeah which there, is kind of cool we're going in that direction we're going in that direction there is a, a brand called ready to stare Okay. Um, I've interviewed their founder, Elise D'Alessandro. She's very cool. And she's working on this like whole entire body positive, size inclusive work that is really okay. cool. And I like that. Because she's really like, it's not just about having, having necessarily bigger sizes of things. It's about having all sizes of things. Well, that is my point. There's a company that I love that I've actually been in correspondence with called Universal Standard. Okay. And they make, but still, it is other. It is 10 to 28, size 10 to 28 for women. Why not 0 to 28? Well, I got issues with calling things 0. Well, whatever. Small. Hollister or whatever with their double zero. Oh, yeah. Get out of here whatever. with that. Get out of here with that. But how about from from a smaller person to a very large person? Why not the whole gamut? When you're making the clothes, just make the whole range of sizes. Right. Just make a bunch of sizes. Thing. Right. Other, other, other that I can't, whether it's other small or other, quote, yeah. larger, I don't know. Yeah. Let's and stop with Can that. we, I mean, this is, I've said this one other time and I got eaten alive oh. by by listeners, but... I'm really, I've got trouble with the term real women. Well, all all women or people who identify as women are women. Yeah. They're real. They exist. They're not robots. Right. I have a problem with that term too. And there's like a, and I get why it emerged. Mm -hmm. It was like, look, we don't have to be supermodels to be fully feminine and feel sexy and all that. I get, and I, I like why it emerged. I think it's cool and accurate, but I think now the way it's used, especially online on Instagram, there's a lot of body positivity counts and things like that. The way it gets used a lot is like, if you are not from at least this size or bigger, you're not a real, you're not a real woman. You're, you're, or like a belief that you're somehow necessarily restricting your body or something like that you know and i mean that can be really painful to be like some people would love to be able to fill out a little more and are conscious of like would love to change the way their body looks to make it smaller or bigger sure and we can't just but it's like the default assumption is that we want our bodies smaller which is nonsense 
That is nonsense. And by saying real women, yeah, you're still reinforcing for me the idea that there's people better than other people because of their size, like you just said. That is not okay. And, you know, I think the self-love is for whatever. I can sound like a hippie. I don't care. Self-love is really the key no no matter what your size is. You want to blow someone's mind? Say, like, dare to say something kind about yourself to another person and people don't know what to do. Yeah, they either they say, oh, uh, they think you're being weird yeah. or you're joking. You know, like, I, I love myself. They're like, oh, boy. Yeah, That's yeah, weird. yeah, yeah. I'm like, um, okay. Two times in the last couple weeks, somebody has made an assumption that I wanted to be smaller. Yeah. Um, yep. One, though, it was like, it was at a gathering and there was some food there and they offered me something that I'm actually quite allergic to. It had nothing to do with its healthiness, sure. but I'm really allergic to that food. And I said, oh, no, thank you. And it was like, why are you on a diet? Please. And I was stop. like, what? Stop. And they're like, well, you don't need to really, it was, the, you don't need to really lose any weight. And I was like, first of all, be quiet. Don't comment. Second but all, so what I really, said, so what I what I said was, I was like, oh, I, I like my body just like it is. We made peace long ago. And everyone looked at me like I had just like, I know, like sneezed a lobster. You nobody said what to do. Were coming out of your eyeballs. Oh, nobody went. They were all like, uh, okay then. And it was. And then everybody scooted away from me like I had. I mean, like, <laughs> like I smelled bad. No. <laughs> like, like everybody was. I was like a ostracized at this. It was really funny and weird how people didn't know what to do with me. Going like, nah, my body's fine. We made peace long ago. They're like, everyone, yeah, thinks that we have to walk around thinking there's something very wrong with us. That we are defective yeah. and flawed. Yeah, like, oh no, she doesn't buy into the she diet industrial yeah. complex. What do we do with her? She's weird. <laughs> what a weirdo. God forbid we're healthy. You know, mentally, physically, or just make. I mean, that's the thing. We're we're told so young to. Oh please! I could do a whole uh, memoir, one person show, uh, monologue session on that. What I would like to see is. that. Okay, I would enjoy. I would sit through every maybe minute of that. that. Please maybe do that. that. Maybe they'll give me a seven-hour slot on the stream <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> no problem, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, well, it's true. I mean, we do get a lot of messages. I this is burned in my head. Probably about ten years ago, I was in the grocery store and I saw a woman, um, and she and her daughter had like matching little shirts on, and it was cute, you know, and the girl wanted to buy some kind of treat yeah. and the mom i mean look i don't have kids so i don't like to criticize parents yeah. unless it's something over like beating your kid or whatever but like because you know I, I don't know till i've walked a mile in your shoes what your day you know what made what come out of your mouth right then but but she very sweetly and calmly not in an exasperated way you know she she looked at them and read the nutrition label which is totally fair which I would do too. And then she like put him back and she was like, no, honey, those, those are, um, really fattening. And, and the girl didn't like, she kind of made a face like she didn't know what that was. And she was like, we want to be pretty. We want to be so pretty. And then we don't want to get bad. And I was just like, oh my God, that woman just put that poor child well, in therapy. Yep. Right. Like that poor girl is going to be like, going. okay, a thing I don't want to ever do is gain weight. Right. You know, that poor- that's the worst. I mean, I grew up with the, the idea it's better to look good than feel good. That was what m- people mm. in my family always said. It's better to look good than feel said good. Said it that overtly. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, that was the message. It's, it's, uh, um, be anything but unattractive. Was that in reference to fashion or, or weight or everything? Every- really? Better to look good than to feel good. And I was like, oh, okay. So, and that's so subjective too. Yeah. It's like, by whose standards? So it's, it's unattainable, yeah, and it's crazy, but it's also very damaging. So I think we, I, you know, we, 
at least I can speak for myself, I need to be very aware of what comes out of my mouth to people, especially about things that are that are sensitive for a lot of people, whether it's addictions or food or body image, yeah. things that you don't know what's going on with somebody. And you know what? I know there's I'm sure there's someone listening going, oh, that I refuse to be, you know, buying to the politically correct kind of thing. Here's my trick for you. you. You're free to say whatever you want. Yeah. But but gut check your my my one favor I ask of you if you if you find yourself saying ah that's politically correct you know crap or whatever switch out politically correct crap for the practice of treating people with respect yeah. and just see if it still works okay so, so if like, you want to say like I'm not gonna say body positive or right. like bodies that don't look like models yeah. because that's politically correct crap yeah. Switch it out. Like, yeah. I'm not going to like all bodies or, or you know, refuse to say, I'm not going to say body positive or body inclusive or size inclusive because that's treating people with respect. Right. <laughs> you know, then you realize like, oh, maybe I sound like a jerk. Right. Right. Check, check it out with yourself. And also, like, a lot of the times it's not your call. Just, I think. Particularly like, around, like, when you're talking about a community of people. It's just. Like, it's not your. It, yeah. People get to decide what title they want. Yeah, I think a lot of it can come from people not knowing what to say. I do think uh, social anxiety, especially at functions, people don't know what to say. And so they start saying real weird stuff. I mean, especially around the holidays. There's a lot of food. There's a lot of booze. People will make conversations that make make no sense. And they will say random things. So let's all think about what comes out of our mouths during this holiday season, which is about love. There's my. That's a great note to end on. (laughs) That's our PSA for today. All right. Well, that just about does it for us on the stream. So we're going to take a break and wrap things up here on 720 WGN.